when they were having the sick fight on top of the roof or on top of the glass right against okay. the other dude i was like sick okay that's really cool uh the only thing is like when he finally drops him and he falls down on the platform right why didn't chris just kill him there that was my drop down knee him in the head explode his head that was my gripe too because i was like wait you're a trained killer you know for sure he ain't dead yeah and he didn't take that extra step yeah to do it and it costed them uh, that was definitely a quick moment bad writing right there bad writing Welcome to the Discuss and Discuss podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about Extraction 2, baby. I'm Derek. I'm Kevin. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's good. I want to say so good, but the action scenes, to me, um, lived up to the hype. I thought they did a good job about that. Really? Yeah. To me, it felt like a video game. Mm. This whole entire movie just felt like a video game. I don't mind the action. I think it was as good as the first one. Mm-hmm. That's what we don't get like a cool care like badass character in the like in the first one that was able to keep up with Chris Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, I don't even care about his. Character. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, what bothered me is that I don't really see a character because he has his Australian accent still. So I just see mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth wearing like badass gear and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I do think that uh, they had Nick as like the second badass person and she is it was a combination of her and yaz she's dope <laughs> yeah she's a uh, quite the specimen yes <laughs> uh she's on my list now list now but i think overall the best way to put it like you said is as good as the first one mm-hmm. doesn't you know make it any better or anything like that i think the only thing about it is like the stories not as good as the first one really however the motivation compares i think i'm fine with extraction like we we get a character or we get him needing to get this kid or whatever out that's it because you know if it's a title extraction you need to get in there rescue this person or whatever and get out i think what made this one less than is his tie-in with his wife for some reason Mm -hmm. i don't think that was necessary i guess they just wanted a little more backstory for him i guess mm-hmm. like yeah i would assume the same because we get edris ilba why did i say that weird <laughs> <laughs> i said i switched out the the vowels on that <laughs> edris elba <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh his character come in and he i don't know he, he's alluding to a lot of you know a, a lot of things so we're obviously gonna get third movie it sounds like uh, which I don't mind, you know, it's yeah, almost it's... John Wick, but a little bit more palpable. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. It feels like it's going to, they're going to try and turn it into like John Wick, but maybe the action sequences will stay as good where we do get like longer shots and it's just like a lot of choreography yeah. and, and not rushed because the last one came out like three years ago, four years ago. Mm-hmm. So right it could so, be good could be as entertaining it's known for it's like long drawn out action scenes and i yeah. truly do enjoy it you yeah. know i like the riot it's just so hectic it's chaotic but also like they added a lot more interesting factors in here too again having it in a prison right is really <laughs> it is a good idea because he has to go against everyone yeah and he has to do it in a very specific way and i love that it goes from the prison scene like inside the prison to you know in the prison yard then we get a little bit of the you know the city right the car chase and then it goes into the train scene like all of that 
was done so technically masterful you know it was masterfully done in a technical way <laughs> words is hard today words are hard words words is hard <laughs> all right you take over <laughs> you take over this this i'm thinking about the movie too much <laughs> well as um what they're giving time to is choreographing it well so that we can see everything that's going on even the shaky cam that was like following him it's it did bother me a little bit because it's shaky but i i guess like the only way to do that better is if you have one of those chest dollies that like stabilizes the cam mm -hmm. which is really expensive i think yeah i mean they could probably done it it's definitely a choice that they did and yeah i don't think they did it as bad as you know jason Bourne, <laughs> right yeah uh, it, oh yeah it could be a creative choice yeah i think it followed the action well i would like to say that I don't like that creative choice <laughs> yeah. because it doesn't make it more immersive for me. Like, do, do you feel more immersed? Like, oh yeah, I feel like I'm part of the action now because of the shaky cam. What I would um, save it for was the riot scene. So choose oh, yeah, when yeah. you do it. You yeah, know, yeah. like so the riot scene, and then when you're on the train. I think those are two places where systematically that works. Uh, as for when he's inside the prison and stuff, like not necessarily. I can get it when he's fighting that the that dude's dad, Sadro's mm -hmm. dad, and the camera was yes. shaking all the time. I was like, I don't think it was necessary for the camera to be shaky here. Mm -hmm. I I like the long shot, just don't like the the shaky cam. Yes, that's like where I like what I was saying. Like inside the prison, take that out, and then during the riot scene, it makes sense because yeah, it's a riot. There's everything. Yeah, a lot's going on. So and you have yeah. a lot of bodies, so mm -hmm. it makes sense that you gotta like make room for the background actor behind mm -hmm. you to come in and like you do his thing right and then in the car scene it's difficult to do that with because we need to pay attention to the cars yeah however if you're on a train that makes sense because we can see them on foot and the train's moving so you know have the shakiness there and the thing is like i don't know if you notice it but throughout the action scenes later on the shakiness was pretty much gone you know because i i'm guessing it's because it wasn't one shot in any of the other action scenes like when they're in the the hotel um or you know in the the very end even you know it was less shaky than it was in the very beginning. Yeah, less noticeable if if it was shaky. Like, I don't know. I hope they don't make him too invincible. Because it's like, action is cool. But then, like, there is a moment of, like, all right, I'm bored. Because, like, we're overstimulated <laughs> yeah. with the action that it's, like, I don't care anymore. Right. And the reason why the first one was so good is because, and we, again, I mentioned this a lot. I harp on it because I think it's true we need to see the main character get hurt, right? Like, and we got some of it in the second one, but it wasn't as bad as like <laughs> the first one where in the end on the bridge, he literally was like getting shot left or right. We see it, we hear it, right? And then he gets shot in the fucking neck. Yeah. How do you top that, first of all, in the second one? So opening scene, right? We see them save him. Doubt it, first off, okay? <laughs> that He lost a lot of blood. He before. lost a ton of blood. He fell into a river full of bacteria. And then they somehow saved him after he washed up on the shore. So if you wanted to have a second movie, let's, I'm just saying, I'm going to put this out there. Have the first one make it so that he doesn't fall off the bridge. <laughs> and then they run up to him on the bridge and then allude to the fact that he... He was rescued. Yeah, he, res he was rescued immediately. Well, rescued. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, carried in a helo or something. Yeah. Like, they're trying to patch him up. So what I would have done slightly differently in the first one was, again, have him fall down in the on the bridge. Have them, um, like, not be able to help him somehow. So, like, they're held up by something, right? 
And then it kind of fades into black after they resolve that situation and they save the kid, Obi, I think his name. Um, after they save him and then make it seem like it was too late for Chris, right? And then have Chris fade away into like the water scene where he's drowning in his blood. That's how you, in my opinion, would have made it so that way again, you could have had the first one and not had a second one and it still made sense. And then have the second one just be like, all right, we saved them <laughs> more realistically. The coma scene in the beginning of this one didn't make sense to me because um, the ending of the first extraction, we actually get him meditating in the water, like because he's like revived. Uh, in the in the beginning? No, d doesn't he do that at the end? No, no, no. So like in the beginning of the first one, right? He jumps into the water and he stays down there because he wants to drown. And then in the and towards the end, he falls into water. Okay. And sinks down because he also wants to die that way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, that's why i was like if you want to do that just have him drown in his own blood you get the same effect it's still gnarly and then you can have the second one where we'll be like all right we actually fucking saved him okay first off like it was a fucking miracle versus like we got him out of the river after maybe maybe 30 minutes at least yeah well oh, man his character is just op <laughs> because he's he's invincible there's that landmine that I told you about that they stuck on the door in order to like blow the door open so that they can get through. They were literally standing right next to the, to that door. And then when the mine goes off, all the bad guys, the shockwave blew them out. Yeah. But him, um, the girl and the kids standing fine. And then they ran through the door. My assumption, and I'm going to try to justify this. Okay. All right, so let's make it make sense. <laughs> is the fact that that explosive device on the door you know, when they're, he's trying to get them out, uh, blows forwards and backwards, but directs that so that, again, it only blows forwards and backwards. They were on the side of the door, so it doesn't blow as much. You're going to get a shockwave. If anything, their ears would have been blown out, you know, their eardrum and stuff. So that's the only thing I can make it make sense. It'll blow out forwards, it'll blow out uh, backwards, and then all you get is just shockwave. Okay. So... Cool. Just trying to make it make sense. Cool. But we talked about too, like how you said so he was in a coma, right? And he went to physical therapy maybe a year. It wasn't really specified when. And then, you know, they take him back and put him in the uh, the cabin. Gets the call. <laughs> he trains, has his, his training Rocky montage six weeks. Did fucking it, ripped again. Did it say six weeks? It said six weeks. Okay. He had six weeks to prepare is what uh, Elba said. Oh, okay. In my mind, I was like, is this happening all in a day? <laughs> He's like, he tore off his thing and then his knee brace <laughs> all in one day. That's yeah. six weeks, huh? <laughs> six weeks. That's all it takes. He's, I get it. He's a man among men. He's a God among men. <laughs> I guess so. Because I don't know how you can do that in six weeks. Unless you train like eight hours a day. Unless you're David Goggins. Yes. <laughs> Nobody can tell me I'm, <laughs> I'm whatever. <laughs> Whatever, cool, I guess. He's he's superhuman. He's supposed yeah. to be better than anybody else. But like he he took so many stabbings <laughs> and shots in this film where I'm like, okay, I'd rather have him die instead of Yaz. Yeah. But that did not happen because he's the main character. Yeah. And there's a third one, so Yeah. Well, third one could have been Nick and Yaz. Yeah. Extraction three. I don't think people would have watched it. Because it has to be and you know, honestly, it'd probably be Nick and Idris Elba doing something oh yeah i was actually surprised at the lackluster amount of idris we got 
I'm guessing they're saving him for the third one. He has to do something, right? There's no way you're going to cast a name like Idris Elba and not have him be in for the majority of something. His character feels like that guy that just like hands you missions and then like walks out. That's his trope. You've noticed it? Like he does that a lot, I feel like. Just he's, come in and like do something. Like he's just a business guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> he's he's the he's always the messenger. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I don't know. If we do get more action scenes with Idris, then cool. But like I don't know. I feel like he's not. Yeah. They just casted a big name so they can market. Yeah, yeah. But like I mentioned, like it's honestly still a very enjoyable film. You know, like it's not not un it's not unwatchable. It's no, actually no, no, yeah. It flows really well. Again, the story makes sense to this character. It's not overdrawn in my opinion. The villain too, I think is worthy, you know. I, I would have liked to see a better fight scene in the end. Yeah. But I will say the end was just so gnarly. Like you could feel so much of the impact and so so I didn't actually mind it too much. <laughs> Well, when he grabs that belt thingy... Yeah, and fucking and, smashes his arm. And, like, swings it. I was like, damn, dude. How is Chris not knocked out already? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's metal. Um, just, like, dangling on a string and he's swinging at him. It was like, it's not like the brick that he took to the head in the first one. You no, know, the brick broke apart. It dissipated wonder, the energy. I wonder how, like... I don't know. I feel like you'd still be knocked out a little bit. Dude for sure he's concussed you know but at the end when he got smacked with the the metal chain he definitely would have died <laughs> like his arms would have his arm would have been broken first off and then smacked in the head dead yeah and he was shot in the stomach right like, yeah isn't he shot in the stomach yeah it's like he's, by daniel do you notice he's invincible uh do you notice that the that famous um stuntman it's daniel from barry that really? one episode really yeah that's him oh i didn't even recognize no yeah because it's mohawk <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. no like the riot scene he took so many hits and i was like yeah I, I found it hard to side with all right is he like the best of the best or is he only like slightly above mm. average because if you're like the best of the best then like everything is so tactful that like in a way there's energy in your movements where you're super quick and deciding on what to do so like if you're taking on like 10 people at the same time it's like dun, 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 like you're disarming people yeah but i think that's what makes this more realistic though because i do still believe he's the best of the best right okay like there's no way no way first off anyone's gonna survive the bridge <laughs> in the first movie okay and then he comes back and does it again with the prison riot i thought that was like really well done first off um we hear about this a lot, you know, like in the background, we see everyone telling their own stories. So it's not like, oh, why didn't that guy go after Chris during the moment he hesitated, right? It's like they're all busy. It was really well done. Um, so best of the best. However, I think a good comparison of him, like kind of what you're thinking to me, first thought, Chris Redfield <laughs> in, in Resident Evil. Yeah. It's like, you know, he, he can punch a boulder. <laughs> he can survive a, a gun fu fight with Albert Wesker when they're standing two feet away from each other mm -hmm. right that's kind of like i guess not the take here is just like i think you can still take probably like 10 stabs so long as it's not in like any vital area and continue forward the whole thing is like in the end like again he got shot in the stomach he got smashed in the head with the metal thing walked away fine 
It's like, holy shit, dude. He's invincible. He's crazy. But, um, when he's ta- taking on the helicopter at point blank, and the <laughs> yeah. and the helicopter is, sh- is like shooting a Gatling gun at him, like point blank, and I was like, it misses him completely. And, and I was like, there's no way the helicopter completely misses like twice. That. Yeah, he, like, he went against two helicopters. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, there's no way, dude. Like, there's so many stray bullets. <laughs> <laughs> also, it would have tore up the the kids. It would have tore up the whole train. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure they didn't reinforce the train, even though they had all the equipment on there. But, yeah. Oh, you mentioned that Nick, so the actor there, is a better action actor yeah. than Gal Gadot. And Anna Armas. Which I disagreed with, but, but go ahead, justify for the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Anna Armas and Ghosted was not good. Okay. Good at the action acting. But not overall. Well, I haven't seen her in other action stuff. Ooh, okay. So you you said that she has a better one in the 007 one? Yes. So and, I would have to watch that one. And the Gray Man. That one, I... Well, I saw the Gray Man too, but like, yeah. even Gray Man is underwhelming. Really? Yeah. I thought she did amazing in that. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I thought she did really well. I, I think that uh, the actor for Nick, and I, I wish I had her name on hand because she deserves the praise. She does a really good job here too, but I don't think she's better than Anna Darmus. I do think she's better than Gal Gadot. Yeah. Sorry about it, Wonder Woman fans out there, but Wonder Woman fans. I think Gal Gadot has like a solo like action movie coming out too. Good. Yeah, let's see it because she was in Fast and Furious, right? Let's not forget that, and that wasn't great. <laughs> she was also in uh, Meet the Joneses. Oh yeah, I did not watch with that one. Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, but she was supposed yeah. to be an action person in there too. Wasn't great. You saw it? I did. I Great movie, though. I do think that movie is hilarious. Really? Yes. Action comedy? Yes. Because it has uh, John Hamm in there. Really? Yeah, he's good. But overall, again, the movie was fine. Okay. But the action, Gal Gadot was like, you know, she could talk about a little bit better. But uh, yeah, I think she does a good job here, Nick. I think what sells it more is that there's a lot of like grunting or like the more body language movement in there like she's not trying to be pretty mm-hmm. she's like really throwing her body into the punches mm-hmm. and i think that's what's selling the action scenes more for me and when she's getting stabbed and stuff like that it like there's more grit to it more roughness to it whereas when we see it from ana de armas or gal Gadot, there's like a lackluster of that effort mm-hmm. there therefore i don't like see or i don't find it more believable yeah i would agree with that too and we do know that extraction was led by you know a very famous stuntman so and it's also because like because of how thin ana de armas and gal Gadot <laughs> is i feel like all right if you want me to believe is that this like really thin arm is going to pack a punch <laughs> you have to throw your whole body into the punch yeah otherwise if you just like throw a jab and it's like yeah but like you're punching a guy <laughs> yeah. you're punching a guy dude yeah. and these are mercenaries so they can handle a punch even more so than an average person mm-hmm. so like if you're gonna punch mercenaries you have to punch hard like mm-hmm. like really throw your body into it and i think that's the thing that i found lack- lackluster in the action acting for gal Gadot and mm-hmm. ana de armas I, what i really enjoyed uh in the second one is like there's a scene where you know there's that really big soldier uh on the other oh, side of the hotel. dude he looked like the juggernaut <laughs> exactly <laughs> and i love that they technically placed her against him you know even though it wasn't like much of anything she just came in there and saved the, the, the mom and the daughter yeah um i thought that was like a really good comparison to show that she's technically a lot 
more savvy, right? Because she knows that she can't just go up against him, so she just shot him in the leg, slid underneath him, and then took him out. Yeah, I like that she didn't even try to punch him. Exactly. I like that she was just like, I'm going to take you out with my bullets (laughs) because you're a thick-ass man. (laughs) Yeah, and I I think you brought it up pretty well where it's like, you know, if you have, like, a smaller woman go up against, like, trained assassins that are, like, 200-pound dudes, right? Like, there has to be, like, a counterbalance to be like, she's quicker, she knows your vitals versus, like, she punches is just as strong as you do exactly it's like unless she's a super soldier i don't believe the hand-in-hand combat's gonna work out like especially black widow in like the mcu film she's not like juiced up and mm-hmm. she's punching like these dudes in like full armor and stuff it's <laughs> like bro i don't know I, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> sure i guess somebody juice her up get that yeah. captain america serum yeah but i just thought you know she kind of looks like um Ada Wong. <laughs> yes. Oh, dude. You, I'm so glad you thought the same thing, you know? With a haircut. Yeah. Ada Wong, except with thicker eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. But those those eyebrows work for her. <laughs> those eyebrows work. First off. <laughs> uh, They're not bad eyebrows. They're good eyebrows. They're good eyebrows. Um, but yeah, no, I think she'd make a pretty interesting Ada Wong. But yeah. she's not Chinese. So. She's not Chinese. Yeah, true. I mean, that's the only problem. But I think she deserves her own um, action film. Oh, yeah. Because I think she can sell it. Yeah, I hope so. Like the bad I, part is she's not a big namer. Yeah. So like the whole mentioning of the reason why Chris can't die is because no one would watch Extraction Three without Chris. Yeah, but I I refuse to believe that. <laughs> Idris Elba and Nick. But I don't know what other work she's in. Like when I looked it up, it's smaller projects and stuff. She's but, in like TV shows mainly. Yeah, I would like still that. love to watch her in like something else because she's actually really good. Yeah, she's good. She's good. I was mad that Yaz died. The moment I saw him run after Sadros, the kid. I was like, great. He's yeah, gonna, you know, he's, he's you know, leading up to it. Did you like how they did it though? How, dude, like the moment. So he's like one v two. These this one badass chick yeah. that she was kind of thick too. No, she's she she's massive. You get her like she's in herself a juggernaut. <laughs> she was bigger than Yaz, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. If Yaz tries to punch her, yeah, Yaz needs <laughs> Yaz, Yaz needs to like throw his whole body into it because right. that was a thick woman <laughs> <laughs> but um no like it, i like that 1v2 battle in the staircase scene because i was like holy crap how's he gonna do this because it's, it's a lot of bullets flying he takes out the other dude but he was kind of struggling and then the moment that chick pulls out her was it a gun was yeah. it a smaller pistol yeah, it or was, was it a, a handgun yeah oh uh, it's a handgun but it allowed her to spray yeah i think so no that, that's crazy i don't know. I, I, I don't remember what it was but what my um what i'm thinking it is is that it technically was a handgun but the way it went off was weird yeah because you don't pay attention to that really because she had it like this and then she like sprayed the fuck out of out of yaz mm-hmm. and i was like yaz is dead <laughs> yeah yaz is dead Dude, point, he got blasted he he got he's got sprayed point blank <laughs> and then he was able to like still will his body to pull the last trigger mm-hmm. and shoot her in the head but like yaz was not making it and i was actually surprised to even see him show up by the, yeah, the juggernaut saver and then he's like yeah i'm good <laughs> i was like you ain't good bro <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh so my but then only... the final moment though was yeah. when they were running to the helicopter mm-hmm. and he gets shot in the back that's my only criticism is like if you're gonna have him do all this like i understand like yaz well, no, they made it seem that they're all Safe. on the same level. Yeah. No, on the oh. same level of skill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, to me, Yaz did a smart choice of, again, like, they tossed out smoke grenades so they can run to the, the helicopter. He's not going to just, like, slowly walk up to it, and he wouldn't be standing up straight to do it, right? Mm-hmm. The other... Okay, oh, I, now I'm just reminded of something else. So, <laughs> if... 
uh, Rake. That's Chris Hemsworth's character, right? Yeah. When they were having the sick fight on top of the roof or on top of the glass, right? Okay. Against the other dude. I was like, sick. Okay, that's really cool. Uh, the only thing is like when he finally drops him and he falls down on the platform, right? Why didn't Chris just kill him there? That was my drop down, knee him in the head, explode his head. That was my gripe too, because I was like, "Wait, you're a trained killer. You know for sure he ain't dead." Yeah, and he didn't take that extra step. Yeah, to do it, and it costed them. Uh, that was definitely a quick moment. Bad writing right there. Bad writing. So so, and also, did you notice that there was a scene when, uh, on that same scene, right where you know Rake saves Nick, right, mm-hmm. and then she shoots the glass out from underneath the bad dude and then the gun gets jammed no, no yeah well yeah but did you notice that there was like a weird sound issue there hmm, i missed it no yeah. like the so the gunshots you barely even hear it so oh. when it happened i had to replay it three or four times to be like oh wow. i see what you're saying yeah all i heard was the glass shattering but not the gunshots exactly yeah, yeah. and so like you you were just like wait what just happened and then like you hear it faintly and like when he falls through too like it, it doesn't feel like the glass broke it just looks like he just fell yeah so it really confused me so i i wonder if that was also another technical mistake that they didn't catch huh weird yeah that was like the only thing that threw me off that i had to replay like two or three times to be like what happened here i, I understand she shot but like why does it sound weird like everything yeah. else is like bah, 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 bah. and then like this one scene is just like pew pew yeah <laughs> what happened <laughs> but back to what you were saying about how yeah, Yaz and <laughs> Yaz and Nick are similar in in uh, skill mm-hmm. as Chris Hemsworth. It's really cool because we do get solo shots with them mm-hmm. taking on their own battles. So like Yaz versus the two on the staircase, and then Nick versus the whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> the situation. Uh, thing with Yaz though, right? In the first one, he was more technical. Yeah, and so he was more of like you know the behind scenes guy versus the field agent. So. I do see where his skills kind of fail in comparison with both of them, you know, both Nick and Rake. But even when they're doing like the um, navigating across the building, when mm-hmm. they're like giving each other cover fire, and then when they split off, and then Chris uh, Rake was in a situation and he was like, uh, "Yes, I need you on upper level fifty-eight or something like that to help." Which is cool because then it, he like trusts Yaz enough to like call him mm-hmm. specifically to come up and help. And then Nick was like, go ahead and go. I got these two. Yeah, it makes sense. The uh, The one thing I wish they kind of kept is in the first one, Rake is very bad at directions, especially oh. when he's under pressure, right? Like in that car chasing, he, they're like, uh, take a right. And then he takes a left. He's like, <laughs> no, 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 you're other right. <laughs> and then like whatever. Uh, in the prison scene, when he's running through and trying to save her, and then, you know, Yaz is giving directions again. He's like, oh, no, you got to take a, a right and then like a left or whatever. I kind of wish they made it so that Rake's still fucked up. Oh. You know, and then he finally goes the right way, though, and like kind of fixes his mistake. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, he actually got it right. First <laughs> I think that would have been funny to be like, you know, be enough. Um, yeah, I think they removed a lot of the comedy. There was only like one line comedy in here is the car chase scene mm-hmm. yeah. where she's like, I need backup right now. Mm-hmm. And then there's like these two dudes on motorcycles that are about to yeah. throw a grenade at her or something like that. And then he like he runs through him. Yeah. He slides over and runs him. He's like, is that quick enough? And like, <laughs> That's funny. It's <laughs> like, okay, cool, I guess. But I feel like in a serious situation like that, you wouldn't talk. You just like got him. Yeah. Or you wouldn't say anything. Yeah. I mean, they're trained at this and it's not their first rodeo. First rodeo. <laughs> it's like doing the impossible essentially. Well, I'm saying like, I think 
you can do a lot without needing to say anything. Mm -hmm. So like, if you want this to be a tactical type of film, you don't really need a lot of dialogue. That's true. Except for when it is time to like talk, mm -hmm. but in like a tough situation like that, it's like, all right, don't make any jokes. Cause like comms are important for just call outs or whatever mm -hmm. only not yeah. to just have a conversation. Yeah. But that's just like a more serious film, I guess. Right. Yeah. I didn't mind it too much either. I, it fits Rake's character with Nick, you know, to have like those moments where they just kind of like poke at each other. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't remember if there was something else that Nick said in the first one to, to Rake while he was like doing his thing, mm -hmm. you know, like he's in that <laughs> intense situation where everything's going on. She said something. I think it was in the car too, where it's like, you're, you're so fucking bad at directions oh. type of thing. And he's like, uh, now's not the time for it. I don't know if you remember something like that, but I don't remember at all. <laughs> when I watch Extraction, I'm just like watching action scenes. Yeah. That's why I said it's kind of like a video game. It just feels like, all right, cool. What's the mission? All right. So he comes in and now it's just nonstop action until the movie ends. Oh, you know what? The other thing I wish they could have done better. So I mentioned, you know, the stuntman who played Daniel and Barry is in this. Their fight together was so underwhelming. You know, Chris comes in, blows up the, the, the plane, the cars and stuff, goes in and then like runs to the back with them. And like, they have like a quick fight and then same thing, like, you know, get shot up and that's it. I was kind of hoping there was like more of a fight there because like that dude's a badass stuntman, you know, obviously he's also the fight right there. before he faces, uh, yep. the big man mm -hmm. or the final boss, the I final. guess. Yeah. yeah. That one, especially when Chris got sprayed too. Yeah. And it was like. Oh, okay. <laughs> that could have been so much better to have like a a one on one fight in like the the forest, you know. And it could just be a quick like two three minute scene. Like they didn't even take that long to off off this guy. Well, the thing about this film is like, I I think it was too long. Oh, I I checked the time on it and I was like, holy crap, there's still two twenty hours. minutes left. Yeah. And and we're at, or I'm already like two hours deep in the film. I was like, what the frick? It's because they kept on changing location mm. and which like allowed the story to be delayed, mm. which is a problem for me. Cause if the story is being delayed, it's not really a good story. Like we already know what's going to happen. Just like get, get us there. <laughs> yeah. Cause I thought it felt like it could have ended at the hotel scene really, or hotel setting. Yeah. The whole thing could have been set up right there. And then them riding off in the helo for like mm -hmm. the final shot or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the, I think that's a very good point. But then they ride off in the helo, they go to the cabin, and then we have a final fight that almost felt like wasn't needed. Mm -hmm. But out of, like, revenge or whatever, the guy's like, I, I'm i standing by my airplane or whatever, <laughs> and I can't get on. <laughs> yeah, and of course, they only had it in there, I feel like, so that Chris can say his awesome line and be like, if I'm going over there, it's not to negotiate. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, all right, all right, bro. Cool, <laughs> we get it. I guess. And then he has like the weird prideful moment of like not letting Nick come with him. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It, it was nothing but tropes and stereo yeah. or cheesy stuff happening after that. <sighs> so sad. But Nick shows up and then she gets sprayed. I thought she died. I was like, seriously, this is how she goes? I'm glad she didn't die though. Yeah, I'm glad that she didn't die. <laughs> But I feel like she could have disarmed the situation without revealing herself. That's so she, funny. She had to jump on him. Yeah. Eliza. Uh, sorry. My wife was saying the same thing. It's like, like, why didn't she just shoot him? <laughs> I was like, you know, that's a good point. Like from the roof. If she had to jump on them already. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. Like we also don't like understand what the detonator, the detonator Did could she, have done, right? She turned it off so quick. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, so it's just a button. Like, yeah, you definitely could have killed him. The, 
<laughs> when Sadros handed the that remote to her, she's like, <laughs> like, and then throws it to the side. She just turns it off, and I was like, "Wait, seriously? We had this whole, the whole thing. bomb thing? <laughs> I don't know. It was yeah. They missed the ending. Yeah, but everything else was fine. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know. Chris should have died. Rake should have died. Yeah, give it, give it two movies, and then a whole new movie with Nick and Idris Elba and Yaz. Yaz doesn't die. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would, I would let Yaz live. And then Chris dies. Hmm. That would be the way to end Extraction 2. We'll see you with 3. They... Oh my god, dude. I don't know. It does feel like it's going to be like John Wick, where they're going to overstay their welcome. Mm. Let's hope not. <laughs> and then don't do it. their action scenes are going to be like less, less creative. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, well, give it a look. If you're so inclined, <laughs> it, it's like an okay brain dead movie. Yeah. Oh, you put on here. Does Chris fit these kind of roles? Yeah. So I was going to bring that up. Do you think Chris, you know, is in that, what was it called? Um, action genre. Yeah. Like, should he stay there? Or is he able to branch out elsewhere? What do you mean branch out elsewhere? Like to do more serious dramas or? Yeah, let's say a serious drama or even like, we know he could do comedy really well, but like what about like a romantic comedy? Even, that's hard. Even a horror movie, right? He was in uh, Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was funny, yeah. Do you think he could go back to horror? Uh, to horror? horror? I don't know. I feel like he he's having fun just being like playing badass characters, which is cool, but I don't know. I think I'm a little bored of seeing so much action mm. from Chris. Mm. That's why I, I liked Nick more. Mm. Nick and Yaz. Because yeah. I was like, oh, nice. Like, It's just refreshing to see somebody else do it. It's true. And that's why I enjoyed Anna de Armas in Grey Man. And Grey Man. And honestly, well, it wasn't really Ryan like, Gosling too. Yeah, like it wasn't really fully her. I think that's why right. it's not as... Um, Accountable. You're right. Yeah, but that's why like Nick too, right? Like Nick didn't have actually as much screen time even as Anna Darmus. She had more action scenes though. <laughs> no, no, Anna Darmus did. Really? Yeah. She had like f like three fight scenes. Three? Yeah. Nick had two. <laughs> well, I guess she was in the whole time this one. Hmm. Yeah. No, it's about the same then. I don't know, we'll see if we'll if we get like I don't know five femme fatale movies and it's gonna be like gal Gadot gets her own solo action film and then anna de armis yeah probably not nick and yaz though <laughs> yeah yeah definitely not yaz now <laughs> well definitely not yaz now but like i don't know i don't think nick will get her own film yeah. sadly no i don't think so either she's not a big one member. day maybe we can dream i don't know like who else would be a good femme fatale uh the next Angelina Jolie and Jennifer Gardner, I guess, or... Jennifer Gardner? Is she a femme fatale? She was, an alias. And then she, she did oh, um, right. a bunch of, like... I think it was called, like, Peppermint or something. <laughs> uh, She's coming back as Electra. Oh, gosh, really? Yeah. In um, Deadpool, I think. I just saw in an article, I don't know if it's true or just a rumor. I mean, if it's a rumor, there's truth in there somewhere so oh wow i didn't even know that yeah that's cool all right well i'll be looking forward to that 
it's probably gonna be like some flashback scene or a, a, a they go back in time has to be it's just oh, yeah, def- now. definitely time thing because they have the the belt yeah yeah i guess we'll see um do you want more action films with females oh for sure mm. yeah you know like i think like you mentioned like anna de Armas is pretty good so far um what's her face in uh i'm blanking even on the movie what happens i can't even I wow it, like it literally wasn't a like tip of my tongue just slipped away <laughs> her in that one movie yeah so any of them <laughs> no anna darmus i think she's, she's at the top of my list for, well that's because you have a crush on her that's different no and she did really good in gray man i think ghosted was just poor writing <laughs> poor writing okay. yeah but i saw gray man i don't even remember her action sequences rewatch it and then you can text me later it's not that good (laughs) it's not worth rewatching um yeah anything else at least for extraction 2 extraction 2 no it's it's a movie (laughs) (laughs) all right it's a brain dead film just watch it for the action it's cool that's it for extraction 2 watch it don't watch it whatever (laughs) Um, (laughs) whatever yeah like subscribe share do all the things i've been derek i've been kevin and until next time bye